Welcome to Girls Who Read Porn. Please be advised that this podcast contains mature content for mature audiences. The title might have given that away though. We would also advise you triple check the trigger warnings of each book prior to the episode. And if it's not for you, we'll see you next week. Each episode includes major spoilers, so make sure you read the book and don't say we didn't warn you. With all that in mind, on with the show. All right, guys, welcome to another week with Girls Who Read Porn. How are we all? I'm here with G and Hello. <laughs> Hi. What's the latest? What's the greatest? What's the drama llama? There is no drama. Nothing. We are very boring people. What the fuck is wrong with you both? Tell us everything. Everyone <laughs> wants to know all your intricate details of your life. Oh, we don't have intricate details. We're, the, we're as basic as they come. Yeah, don't believe that. I sleep and I All work. I've done is read. Yeah, I'm all I've done is sleep and read since I, I saw know. you guys last. I've been on like a reading bonanza the last, I think, like six days where I've just gone on like reading on crack. Fuck yeah. Yeah, I've read mm. quite a few books. Something's in the water. Yeah. It's, it's reading season. It's sunny. It's reading it's season. season. <laughs> um, so... What are we talking about this week? The some the something Italian something series. The Italian the series Kings. The Italian Kings yeah. series. Um, but the book is Mafia Mistress by Mila and Mila. Mafia Darling. There's and two. Mafia Darling. It's my yeah. books. I don't know what they're called. I forgot <laughs> what the characters' names are, and I didn't write down the synopsis. So it's going to be like Lords of London Town. Just read it. Save yourself the time. Nice. It's worth it. Oh, so worth it. It was so good. Why don't we tell them, why don't we we rate it to give them an idea of how good it is? Are we doing it separately? Well, yeah. Okay. Have we ever rated it together? I don't know. It's very like, it's the, each book is like 250 pages. So kind of both. Oh, books I thought make... you meant like, are we rating it as a group together, giving it one rating? And I'm like, no. <laughs> no, yeah, are we rating the, the individual books? I think we should rate it together because it is very much one story. It is like, a. Yeah. Like it's, it could have been one book. And they're both very, yeah, they're both very short books. Yeah. Um, I think like as, as a collective, I'm, like just the first two books in this series because they're about the same couple i would probably give it a four star yeah i want to give it a four and a half i liked it a lot more than i thought it like i feel like i was pleasantly surprised but i also couldn't figure out why i liked it so much i was like what's different about this paparino, one isn't it? i think it was the <laughs> italian the paparino bit. i think it yeah. was actually like all of the italian in the book i was like wow this is taking wow. it to a whole new level. <laughs> wow. wow. I did not feel that way about the Italian in the book. Yeah, we know. No. We've got the texts. <laughs> Before you get into that, I'm going to rate it a 4.5. Nice. I would give it a 5, actually. No, I fucking loved it. Yeah. yeah. No, I liked it. It was a really, really good little... It's a good series, and she's an Mm. amazing writer. She's still very fresh. But the third book, did you read it, Jay? No, I'm going to though. (gasps) Holy shit, the third book! Oh my, it makes the first one look like fucking child's play. Oh man, that's mad. It is so hectic. It's between Gia and Enzo. Yeah, yeah. I read the blurb. I need to. Yeah, I need to get it. Yeah, it's hectic. It's so good. 
and they're like close proximity and he like chains her to the boat like I can't (laughs) I know it's so hectic it's so good that is very hectic oh it's so good it's very much unlike the first one um so what happened I think his name is Fausto Mm-hmm. Fausto? Yeah, I think it's Fausto. Yeah. I don't know, whatever. Fausto and Frankie. So Frankie lives in Toronto with her dad and her two twin sisters. Her mum passed away when the twins were born. And Frankie has a boyfriend called David. I remember his name for some reason. Yeah, he's like the like, consequential <laughs> the, like, character. Three seconds <laughs> in the book and I remember, I remember the white boy's name. Um, so he... Um, He's basically in her room and one of and her dad knocks on her door and he's like, Frankie, come out. I have to speak to you. And so he sneaks out of the house and there's this Italian mob mafia homeboy waiting for them downstairs. And um, her dad's like, you're marrying Fausto's son. You're marrying Fausto's son, who's Giulio. Giulio? Mm-hmm. Yep, Giulio. Wait a second. Is it? What's the twin sister's name? Julia? No, Gia. Gia. But I thought she had a longer name. No. Uh, there was like G, they call her like Gigi or Gia. Oh, okay. Emma and Gia. Yeah. Okay. So anyway, so she's going to, she's meant to go marry Julia and she's like, no, I don't want to go marry Julia. You promised me I'd go to college. And he's like, haha, too bad you're marrying Julia. And then, so she decides that she's going to break out. But Fausto is very, very smart and he's like, she's going to break out. So he catches her when she tries to break out and steals her and takes her back to Italy. And then she meets her future husband, Giulio, who turns out to be a gay clubbing expert. God, yeah. I loved him. <laughs> I was obsessed with him. The fourth book is about him and I'm very excited. But anyway. It doesn't come out until next year though. I know she's very very laggy with her books coming out she's not an every three months sort of writer that's for sure I mean it 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 works you know if it works it works no definitely the quality is high so um Frankie finds out that he's gay and they become very close friends but Fausto for some reason is just obsessed with her and he can't stop looking at her and then his cousin Mario is like why are you looking at her all the time and he's like shut up dude you don't know what you're talking about there and is a reason though it's not for no reason it's oh because, because he wants to make sure that she's not sleeping with him right no it's because he's the only girl that's ever told him no so he's obsessed with the fact that she's like fiery and like a bit of oh, a yeah. brat and like doesn't like succeed to like every one of his commands like all the other women in his life Mm. um oh so he was married to um julia julio's mum who passed away when julia was quite young because she was murdered on a beach she's quite sad but he wasn't like in love with her it was an arranged marriage So anywho, he's like, you two have to get married and you have to be happy about it. And he keeps her locked in this castle. He puts her in a dungeon at one point. Basically, he's just a fucking asshole. And she's like, why does that make my vagina wet? And he's like, why do you make my dick hard? Like over and over again. It's just the same dialogue kind of about like why they're so attracted to each other. It is. Yeah. It's it's like that for the first like 10 chapters. Yeah. (laughs) It's all that happens. It's very much like that. (laughs) And then he decides that he realizes that she's attracted to him and then he's like, okay, 
I'm going to make you my Manetta. Is it Manetta? Yeah, my Manetta, which is essentially mistress. mistress. So she becomes his mistress and, you know, they're just doing the dirty all the time. And she's like, when you're (laughs) done with me, send me back to Toronto. And he's like, I'm not going to be done with you. And she's like, when you're done with me, send me back to Toronto. I want to go to school. And her dad finds out that she has become a mistress and he's like, well, you're cut off from me. Yeah, he like fully disowns her. Just fully disowns her like that. Instead yeah. of being like, I've put you in this situation. Let me help you out and get you out oh, of there. I, yeah, He's like, this is your like, fault, I, you're a slut. Yeah. It's your <laughs> fault that I sold you to this man in this family. Yeah. yeah, but that's you. only because he finds out David, yeah. Yeah, that he she wasn't pure. So yeah. he think, he doesn't know the reason why he she's become Fausto's mistress. He just thinks that Fausto doesn't want her to marry Giulio um, because... Fausto has found out that she's unpure, so the only thing that she can do is be someone's mistress now because she's I'm not so like good enough to marry. Well, you're doing a shit job, frankly. I know, <laughs> frankly, really am. <laughs> but I'm okay with that because then people might read it. Um, I don't know what I'm up to. Oh, he leaves her on the boat when they become yeah, yeah. So basically, what happens is he needs to meet up with this other mafioso called Enzo. And Enzo brings his girlfriend onto the boat and he told her specifically not to wear this like one skimpy bikini that she really liked. And so she wears it because she's like, he's not going to tell me what to do, blah, blah, blah. And then as a punishment, pardon. She's like, he's not the boss of me. And he like he literally, after every sentence, tells her that he he is the boss of her now, now that she's his memoir. Um, and then he, oh, she wears the bikini because she's like, fuck you. And then he's like, well, you wore the bikini. I'm going to leave you on this boat. And then there's like a massive storm and he keeps trying to get back to her. Can't get back to her. And so she's like, I hate you. Like, how can you do this to me? Stop leaving me places. Cause he's already locked her up in a dungeon. He's left her on this boat and he's like, I'm never going to leave you again. And then he finds out that his son is gay. And so he leaves her again. And he yeah. locks like, her up in a beach house. Blames her for it. Yeah, he's like, how well, can you not she... tell me you're not loyal to me? Yeah. But you also missed you, a massive, you knew? massive part. Yeah, um, you have missed bef- like the biggest thing. The biggest part of the entire book, which is before he finds out that um, Frankie knew that Julia Oh, she's gay. gay. Oh, no, no, she's gay. She's pregnant. pregnant. Yeah, by the way, she's pregnant. <laughs> she gets like, accidentally pregnant. The whole storyline. <laughs> Jesus. I'm really bad at this, okay? But you know what's exciting? What? This is my last hosting of the season. Great. <laughs> I know I know you're fucking excited. Anyway. <laughs> so, yeah, she finds out she's pregnant and he's like, you know, I'm going to take care of the baby. And she's like, I'm going to take the baby back to Toronto. And they like, it's a lot of arguing. It's a lot of back and forward. Um, And so he takes her to this beach house and locks her in there but they're both obviously very miserable without each other and she gets kidnapped by this Enzo dude that was on the boat and then we go into the second book she's also like well like when he like sends her away to live in the beach house he's like horrible to her he because like like he'd promised her like he would never send her away again and then he finds out that she kept the Julio secret from him knowing that he was going to react terribly and calls mm. her like a gold digging whore and like all oh yeah this speaks stuff. to her like absolute shit yeah mm. 
I'm doing such a bad job. So then we go into the <laughs> next book. <laughs> I don't actually remember how it starts off. How does it start off? It oh, he, he goes and he saves her, right? Is that in the next book or is that still in the That's previous book? That's in the book? next book. But I'm pretty yeah, sure. So like, the, or is she already the, saved? I'm pretty sure the second book starts with her being kidnapped. Now the first book ends with her being kidnapped and she's oh. like shut in the trunk. And then it like oh, yeah. the next oh, book yeah, starts, starts with her. That. Her continuation of her kidnapping. Yeah. 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 Right. So then he saves her. And then she's like, I'm never going to forgive you. Fuck you. And then he's like, I'm going to make you forgive me. And so they like go through this whole grieving, like grovel situation, which is actually really fun to read. I enjoyed it very much. (laughs) And then um, he proposes. Yes, but she says yeah. no. She said no. Well, she doesn't say no. She's like, I'm not sure. I'll put a ring on when I decide to say yeah. yes, essentially. And then he plays the sneaky and he brings her twin sisters over, and she's like, Oh my god, of course I'll marry you. I'm obsessed with you. Like I love you so <laughs> much. How could we have ever been apart? And then they get married and they have lots of babies. You miss another massive part you of the miss book. So much. What? He gets Enzo. shot. Oh my and god, he, he got shot! shot. <laughs> you missed that Enzo. So, I'm so yeah. bad at this so today. I don't okay. know what's wrong with I'm me. I'm just going to recap the second book for you. Yeah, you please do, it. because I fucking suck. He did, he got shot, and then okay, Julio so, was sent away. And oh it was like god. a whole thing. Just All right. Go, so no, please, Betty, <laughs> take the race. <laughs> she gets kidnapped by Enzo. And yeah. then obviously Fausto saves her, but he takes Enzo with him and locks Enzo in the dungeon. That he because, did. I forgot about that. Because he thinks that there's somebody on the inside of his organization which is helping Enzo, like get at him, like because Enzo knows all these secrets that he shouldn't know. So he's like torturing Enzo for this information, and he's not giving it up. And and then in the process of while he's doing this, he's also trying to win back Frankie. And then he proposes to Frankie and Frankie says no. And then she, he brings her sisters over as like a little surprise. And the sisters discover that Fausto has somebody in this dungeon and it really traumatizes them. And Emma, who's like the softer of the sisters says like, she can't be here if Fausto is going to kill somebody while she's in the home. So Fausto makes a promise not to kill Enzo. And then they're going to an obstetrician appointment for the baby. And on the way, um, Frankie hasn't eaten. And uh, Fausto's like, we can stop for some like gelato. And when they stop for some gelato, as they're leaving the gelato stop, Fausto gets shot by a sniper and has to be rushed into hospital but in the process of him being shot there's also a second plan happening at the same time where Enzo's team is coming to rescue Enzo from the You're dungeon. You're so much better at this than me I'm never saying another <laughs> word again about that Lord of Lord of Town bullshit <laughs> But Fausto because Fausto was shot in his stomach and like it perforated his like liver and his intestines he's like hospitalised for quite Can I just a while. say it was his gallbladder that I remember? His gallbladder was removed, removed, but his intestines also got all fucked up. And okay. he later yeah. repaired one of his kidneys. Yeah, and stuff. And and while Fausto's like basically kind of in like a forced co- like coma to heal, like um, Julio takes over the like 
mafia. The, 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 the Nadrina. Yeah. He's um, capo and he's miserable. Yeah. And he's miserable and then Frankie convinces um Fausto that he can't force his son to live this life and that to be a good father you have to let your children make their own decisions. Did you cry? No. I cried. <laughs> it was then, very sad. It yeah, it was sad. actually like when he left, I was like, yeah. <laughs> And then this is where like Fausto has his like big character development where he like realizes that his son is miserable and he finally it gives his son a choice. He could either stay and like marry a woman and have children, which would be against his wishes, and become capo one day, or he can leave, change his name, and then never be associated with the family again. And Julia um, decides to leave. Oh, but yeah. he comes back like twice a year. It ends up being fine, well, no, and because, everyone's happy because um, Fausto goes to that big mafia boss meeting that happens like every year. Oh, I forgot about that. And he like, and, and he finds out that one of the big like old mafia bosses was working with Enzo to take over his empire, and he kills him in front of everybody, which is like super sacrilegious. Like you don't kill people at these things. And then he announces that his son is gay, and that no one from this point on will lay a finger on his son. And, and that he his says son that like, um, yeah. And he says that like, if any, if anybody else's like family members like come out as gay, he would not like retaliate for that, like for all the yeah. other crime families so he like makes this massive movement that you just completely yeah dude gay rights and yeah. the mafia and then when he comes back happily ever after. yeah when he comes back they get <laughs> married and it, you find out that julio has been able to return to the castello a couple times a year and he's happily living his life and frankie has had two children and they would and they're making more <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, he's so much better at that than I am for some reason. <laughs> All right, tell me your favorite parts. Who wants to go first? I'll go first. I think my favorite part for both books was just the Italian. I just loved it. I kind of liked just not always knowing what they were saying. It was yeah. just. It was pretty hot too. Just the way he'd always he'd always call it. What did he call it? I'm like Dolcezo. Is it? Dol- Dolcezo. I think it's just like Dolcezo, which is like I think it's darling or something. Oh, it's just nice. <laughs> ti amo, ti amo, baby, amore. <laughs> I loved it. She called him Paparino. Oh my god, the Paparino bit. I was like, Betty's either gonna fucking love this or hate this bit. <laughs> <laughs> Betty? Um, <clears throat> I don't know if I have like a favorite part. I I think I do. I actually, I kind of like when um, after Fausto got shot, like the whole, just the whole scene of Frankie taking over the legitimate part of the business and like becoming a powerful woman and then also convincing Fausto to let Julio live his like best life. That was like a really cute just like moment and like the his internal dialogue of like dealing with it all was was quite good to read it was like a nice part of the book it was like a it was a nice shift from where i thought it was heading yeah yeah i think yeah especially compared to like his previous internal dialogues when it was sort of hinted that julio 
was not happy with his life when you just be like well my father trained me to be this way and it's the responsibility we all must take and all this shit and then he was like wait but i hated my father i don't yeah. want my son to hate me it was actually really sweet yeah do you do you remember your favorite part ola <laughs> my favorite part is when she was giving him attitude throughout the whole first bit when she was like still uh-huh. getting into his mistress kind of bit she was just telling him off all the time and arguing with him. I just sassing him out? Yeah. There were some, there were some good arguments. Yeah. It's fucking hot. Least favourite parts. Least favourite. Yeah, least favourite parts. I, my least favourite part was Fausto's behaviour at the end of the first book by being like I will never leave you and never send you away again I promise I know it's terrifying for you and then he finds out that she's been keeping Julio's secret like shit like literally showing loyalty to his family and he's like you're only here because you're a gold digging whore and like all this stuff and it's like you're the one that kidnapped her from her home in Toronto she's just trying to make the best of a bad situation (laughs) like you knew she didn't want to be here in the first place like how could you accuse her of like gold digging so like you don't like him in that like i don't like Fausto in that like that yeah yeah, i was like it's not like like, you didn't like what the it made me angry oh no fair enough it would make anyone angry and then and then like continuing off that i reckon my least favorite part from mafia darling was like when he gets her back and then he just starts making all these promises again I can be like, shut up, Fausto. You haven't actually proven yourself yet. All you, all you've got is these like fancy words. You need to actually do something. Yeah, you fucking put him in his place. Yeah, yeah. You tell him, Jay. That's right. B, you fucking hated the Italian. Let's just get into it. Look. Broken English does not translate into books. It wasn't broken though. Like you can't. No, because no, like it wasn't. It it was his dialogue was spoken as if he didn't speak the best English. No, it so actually some- wasn't. Yes, it did. Yes, it did. <laughs> it didn't. I, I, think he just, I think he just receipts. read it in an Italian accent because it was no, no, no. purely fine for me. No, because she wrote it. I thought spe- it was fine too. Yeah, no, she wrote totally it. Spe- it was just kind of formal. Nah, she wrote it specifically so that some of the dialogue was How like slightly broken. Do you mean yeah. we know it? Or think this line, this line. It pleases me to learn that only men dared put his cock inside of you once before. It pleases me very much. Weird. Not mm. how people speak. It's a very broken English way to speak. No, it isn't. But I always just thought it was like really formal. Yeah. And I was like, I oh, maybe it's just like, all, it's babe. just really formal. It, it, like, because a lot of the way that he said things. I feel like, like you're not- just sitting there going, it pleases me. <laughs> like in an Italian <laughs> accent. A lot of the way that, no, because a lot of the way that he spoke was just like it wasn't a natural dialect of someone who has been speaking english for a long time which makes sense because he's italian but it also made him sound like borat it didn't make him sound like borat i didn't get the borat thing either i thought it was hilarious i thought it was hilarious when you were telling me that he sounded like Borat. But then when I read it, I was like, I don't I don't actually know where she's coming from with this. I, I, got yeah, I didn't know that because I was like, did I miss something book? the first time I read it? Because I don't remember thinking that this guy sounded like Borat at all. <laughs> Especially in the second book where he's like, my wife. That's all I could think in my head. <laughs> okay, yeah, but you <laughs> just did that. Like, yeah, you say, did it, like, like, say it normally, my wife. My wife. Yeah, yeah. 
No, you know, it's, it's just, love. It's like no, 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 no. You did this to yourself. You set yourself up for this shit. You cannot blame the author for you reading like an absolute crazy person. I wasn't. It was. It was a hundred percent. There were times when he wasn't meant to be speaking perfect English, which made sense for his character, but translated bizarrely when you read it. G, nah. We're both nah, shaking yeah. our heads. You're on your yeah. own. That's fine. You just because because you guys fucking like. Don't even read books. You read every third sentence and you're like, good book. Oh, also because like not in true. My there's head... one thing I read the most of, it's dialogue. Yeah, that's true. Ola does remember a lot of dialogue. I, I do. Even in Thank my you. in my head, I wasn't in my head I I wasn't giving him an Italian accent. I was only giving the Italian words an Italian accent. So Why? in my He's head Italian. it was just like Yeah, but I can't like automatically in my translate head, it in my, in my head in an Italian accent. In my head. Sound like some weird shit goes on. I was just, I was just reading it. Like, I feel like so, okay. Every time so, I read how book, would you get Borat though from an Italian accent? Accents. Sorry, it's just a but I just like want to, I want to, I want to get to that bit because that is not anywhere close to an Italian accent. Yeah, I know, I'm aware, but it's like, sorry, it's the, it's the like hyper. It's like when people are impersonating somebody that doesn't speak, like, like their mother tongue is in English. And you're impersonating that. You always do this like semi weird broken English that always brings me back to like Borat because Borat is like this super like <laughs> what the actual fuck are you talking about? It makes sense because whenever people like they do like an who awful are these person- people that you know that do this shit. Anybody that does I, like an even like memes or like TV culture, like if you're making fun of someone that doesn't speak in a native language. You automatically go back to like Borax, it's a prime example of this, like, like a hyper exaggerated, right. like yeah, not, like not an uh, inability to like fluently speak English. So it just like came to my mind. But the thing is, he was speaking <laughs> fluent English. That's no, he wasn't. It was broken too. English. It wasn't. It really it wasn't, was not. It was perfectly. It wasn't the grammar English. was fantastic. The writing was, was great. I think you're just making it up in your own head. I'm not making it up. It was a bizarre linguistic choice, which made sense for the character, but translated in my head as Borat. <laughs> you need to reread the dialogue because you have no idea what yeah. the hell you're talking about right now. And I'm really glad that Jay's backing me up on this one because the writer I wrote also, it just um, fine. I can't, like, I can't, I don't hear any accents in my head when I read. Like I do. You know, like, like when you guys read, do you watch it like a movie? Is no. that, like, yes. how it goes on your head? Yes, yeah, I, I watch, watch it like, it like a, movie, a movie. But, but I the, don't have that wh- Whoever well. I'm reading, like, they don't have any accent at all. Like, they don't sound American, they don't sound English, they don't sound, like, New Zealand. It's, like, a weird, flat affect. I, no, I can't, I, I know hear books as, like, I hear books as, like, an audio book. Like, I, I don't have a yeah. visual memory whatsoever. Mm-hmm. I cannot see anything in my mind. Maybe that's why it got you, though, and it didn't get us, because we aren't yeah. as much, like, audio Everything's a movie to like, me when I'm reading. Everything's like, movie. I, yeah, like, I've got a full image of what the house would have looked like, mm-hmm. everything. I couldn't even tell you what characters look like in a book, other than, like, their verbal descriptions. Yeah. Like, I do not picture characters. That's like every weird. everything's like, like a narration know, um, inside my own head. You know, like when people uh, talk about like what kind of a learner you are. So obviously, maybe Ola and I are like visual learners, and Ben is like an audio learner. Yeah, yeah. I, I have to listen to things. So when I'm reading, 
I don't think I I'm capable of I will read it out loud in my head. <laughs> yeah, I can't learn. She's only got half a brain. Yeah. <laughs> and and it's been all filled. reserved for porn. Like, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> that's all that it's there for. Apparently you can't even reserve that too much of that going off your fucking synopsis. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God, <laughs> I'm not even embarrassed because I've already, like, I've worked myself up to be a failure this whole season. <laughs> so I'm okay with it. Like, it's going to keep happening. Betty should just take over my synopsises from now on. Yeah, I should. Um, I feel like I could do really good um, synopsis synopses, but I don't write do mine you? down either. I do. I haven't had a problem with these. And I feel like I'm quite um, emotive. Oh, I, I always do, do the voices. You do, do voices. You do the voices. You do do the voice. I I do yeah. voices too. <laughs> yeah, your, your voice is just your good voice. As mine. <laughs> Okay, your accent, your you accent fucking, never like, changes. Do you want to go me today? Are we going to start punching <laughs> on me? soon? You want to go like, me? You want to go me? Left, right, good night, mate. I feel oh, like all of our episodes devolve, devolve into you two arguing and me just like stroking my own ego. So yeah. I'm just like off in the corner just like talking myself up. I'm you so two good just, at like, doing synopses. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm going to go listen to my synopses from three weeks ago because it was just so good. It was so it's, good. I actually I have to listen to it like every night. Is synopses the past tense of synopsis? I'm okay, what sure did I not like, like about the book? It's, the, it's, it's like the multiple. <laughs> I don't think it is. I think it's just synopsis. I always thought it was synopses. I don't think that's the word. I liked I everything, know. I think. I couldn't even <laughs> say the word until like a few weeks ago. I don't know what Just I remember. didn't like. <laughs> All right, I'll let me get it. Go on. <laughs> I don't think there is anything I didn't like. I thought it was good. Like it just hit all the right points for a mafia book. Like it hit all the right points for an Italian mafia book because there's different mafia books. I recently read a Greek one that hit the shit as well. Like I love it when they hit it perfectly. Fair. And also the author's Italian, so she knows what the fuck she's talking about. That's good, because I had no idea if the Italian was correct or not, because I don't speak fluent Italian. Yes, it, may, it made me want to learn more Italian. I Fantastic. can't learn other Fantastico. languages. You can't learn other languages? No, because for some reason, when you grow up in the north of England, you learn one dialect, and that is exactly how I speak now, and it does not translate to any other language. Yeah, your I accent. Can't... I always think about that, like a New Zealand accent trying to learn a language like Italian. Like it would be hard just making oh, the no, shapes I sound with your crazy mouth. When I speak Polish or Croatian well, yeah. or whatever, the thing is, like, I can't Slovenian roll my. I speak or French. I can't roll my R's because I never grew up rolling <laughs> my R's. Yeah, I can't do that. Yeah. And you need that for a lot of accents, especially yeah, the, with Polish the sexy ones. Like... And like emo- like a lot of languages in Europe are really emotive. Like, you and I feel like surname. in Australia. <laughs> in Australia and New Zealand, we have a we've quite a flat affect. Okay, to our but words. also English is like a very basic language. Can I just yeah. say the hardest language to learn? No, apparently it's the easiest. All. It's the easiest language. That's to not learn. true because we have too many pro- we have too many like verbs. Chinese is the hardest language to learn, is and it? then it's Slovenian it's languages. Yes, not Chinese. Chinese dialects. What Chinese dialects? I apologize. So Mandarin and Cantonese are the hardest to learn. And then it goes Slovenian languages. Yeah. English is super easy to learn. It's, it's, I say this with love, but it's really dumbed down. There are so many emotions in Polish that I can express that in English I cannot. Like the feeling of such absolute joy you're about to piss yourself has one word. 
<laughs> and it's radosh. And it just makes me feel really good. Like when it's like joy, but on crack. Nice. And there's a just word bliss. in German to express wanting to have a beer in the shower. One word. <laughs> that feeling of wanting to have a beer in the shower has a word. Because there there's is like that other, um, There's other words as well. Like I've heard of ones like from Japan and there's one that's like, there's a word in Japanese. I can't remember what it is, but it's the, the moment that you realize that every person around you has the exact same complicated internal monologue that you have. And there's like a word for that in Japanese. Yeah. Like it's just so weird. The English are quite basic, Bats. I'm sorry to tell you. And also the language is easy Why as shit. Polish. We all oh, speak because English. You were saying that English. I know, but I'm just saying you said it was really complicated. It's not. Polish has more exceptions to the rule than it does have words in the rule. Yeah, but I, I remember reading um, a <laughs> study hard. on languages and like although our words are easy to say, we have all of these weird rules that aren't present in like other languages like when you describe something like you know like color becomes comes before adjective comes before verb comes before this and it's like that's not necessarily like there's no right way or wrong way to say it but if you want to sound more fluent in the english language it's just an expectation that you know that if you're decide like if you're describing like for example a kettle you would call it like a big red kettle not a red big kettle even though both ways sounds perfectly correct the nuances yeah which are the like complicated part because you can't yeah. teach that it's just like something that's expected for you to know that english doesn't have male and female we do technically sometimes like we always name like transportation's always feminine like have feminine pronouns the train yeah yeah you, you know like um like yeah, no, like not not like um not in like expressing or like naming something that like um like uh, improper nouns like lowercase nouns. You're like in um France, you can have a female chair or a male chair. Yeah, that's what I'm talking Shit about. Like that. In English, we don't. Yeah, have that. we just have chair. Yeah. Yeah. But Anywho, I always thought it was weird that like why do you, why does why does the chair need to be male or female? No, the chair's not male or female. It's just a chair's either chair's female or male, and their table is male. Like, there's no like two. There's not two different words for chair. One being male and one being female. It's just a chair has a gender. What gender? She says in air quotes. No, but there is. There's different words. If it, like it, 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 it's there is. No, no. So there's one. There's one. There's one either feminine or masculine prefix for one object. There's not both a female and a male chair that exists in the French Latin because it's either the, the chair, chair is associated with the female prefix and a table may be associated with a male prefix. Is that, are, you, are, you saying, are you saying like like all chairs? May, all I, I, I don't know what it is. For example, if chairs were spoke about in like a it's female table, prefix. So it's female table. Yeah, so, yeah, so a table, all tables will be using the female prefix. Oh, I thought it was a, by like a case-by-case basis. A no, no, table just by one, table basis. one object. Le jute d'orange, one... male orange juice. <laughs> anyway, I loved it when he fucked her in the ass in Rome. That was my favourite too. The whole Rome scene was just everything. So good, the lingerie. It was so hot, the whole thing with the video. And then he turns up yeah. and he's like, I'm going to fuck you. And then they fuck each other on the <laughs> See? couch. you're speaking like Borat. No, I wasn't. <laughs> you just did you the you sounded like You sounded Eastern European just then. It was yeah, like because I'm Polish, okay? It doesn't yeah. count. 
Shh, I'm Polish. making fun of okay, me. I'm allowed to sound like, like Borat. Yeah, anyway. Just, <laughs> then, you said his accent. Oh my god, he's like, I'm gonna fuck you on the couch, and then she's like, okay, fuck me on the couch, and then they just go to other stuff, and it's and the hot it was really tub, good, and then in the morning, and the whole thing was just really hot. Yeah, that was my favorite sex scene from the first book as well. I cannot remember any sex scenes from the first book. Can you not? There were quite a few of them. There yeah, I know, but I was so like intertwined in the plot that sex was like a section in nature, to be honest, in this book for me. That is very yeah. true. I thought that this was a very good plot-driven book. Yeah. I did like it Um, after their wedding, where they just fucked in the dirt in the vineyard. Oh my god, I love that too! Yeah, and, and then they pretended like... like- they pretended like she yeah, was a then, virgin. Yeah. Love yeah. That. <laughs> oh, Paparino, it'll be too big. Paparino. <laughs> I've never it's had a man big. down there before. Paparino, stop it. <laughs> it's not, it's it's not so like funny. a sex scene, but I did like when she started learning Italian so she could like say sexy things to him in Italian. Yeah. Oh my god, his Italian yeah. sex talk. <laughs> <sighs> I just the wonderful. We got a we've got a listener's question that for you guys. Are you do ready? we? We do. We yeah. have a listener's question. Ask us all the questions. We fucking love it. The question is, do you read porn with your partners? Well, no. like as a collective. We're the only responsible. Yeah, with all of your partners, Betty. With no, Liam and his twenty-seven personalities. No, I just meant like, like, like you pick up, like we both pick up the same book and we read no, together. like you read it together in bed before you're about to have the bing bong. But it, does he have to do the reading? Because I feel like we've established that like our partners can't read. No, you read to him. <laughs> well, um, like, do we do we read aloud? Yeah. Um, no. Do we use por- like porn books as like a foreplay? To yeah, them, essentially. Yeah, no, no, <laughs> no. I think I'm gonna try it for homework. I can. Yeah, I feel like your I've partner would people... probably be the most open to it. Oh yeah, find a Benny's boyfriends would just Josh... be laughing. They'd just be pissing them. They would not be. Some, they would not be hot. Josh asked me in the car yesterday when we were driving back from Bateman's Bay because his sister and I were making a joke about how we wanted to peg someone. We were like, you know, just that power play. And he asked me in the car yesterday. He was like, "Do you still want to peg someone?" And I'm like, "No, I never wanted to." And he's like, "Oh, thank God," because I was just about to give you a whole pass. Like I've been thinking about it. It's been stressing me out you wanted to peg me for two months has been stressing out about the fact that he thought i wanted to beg him sometimes sometimes if i'm reading a book in bed and he knows it's a smart book he'll like check in oh yeah he'll be like how's this how's this book going for you like how you feeling yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) like like trying to hinting is like do you want to put the book down? And I'll be like, no, <laughs> I want to keep reading my book. <laughs> and that's probably about the most it comes to. Read to Liam. Read it to Liam. He'll fucking love it. I read sometimes if it's like really funny, like that text no, Fausto no, no. sent. Sex scene to Liam. Yeah, and no, then come I, back I'll, to I us. read out. I read out stuff from to to my partner and my flatmate if it's funny. <laughs> that I wouldn't do it. I don't know if I'd do it seriously with Dane. Give it a go. We've all got homework. I feel like he would just laugh. Okay, then he laughs, then that's the end of it. It doesn't it didn't yeah. work out, but you don't we, know what's going to happen. We were in Paper Plus true. once and we found 
um, ice barbarians. Is that what it's called? Oh, and, ice planet yeah. barbarians. Yeah, and like, like not a good yeah. one to start off on. And like, wait, wait, because they found up. it. And I was like, oh my god, Biddy, that's the alien porn one. And then we started flicking blue, through trying to find it. And then Liam yeah. took it off us, and like Liam took it off us, and started like reading a scene, and it was like a scene where they were talking about like how. I don't know what the word is, but when the tentacle has like a mind of its own, <laughs> it begins with like an A. I don't know what the word is, but like his genitals, Amnesia. which were a tem- <laughs> which were a tentacle, was like doing its own thing separate from the body, and like it was, yeah, it was like sucking. Yeah. I don't know. It was like grasping. It probably wasn't thing. the best introduction for Liam. And he was like, "What is this? What you read?" And I was like, "No." <laughs> But I do have to say that a lot of people like got off on Ice Planet Barbarians. Yeah, no, people love it. People they rave love about it. it. Oh, in I saying that, we need to read it one day. Yeah. I think it's one of it's got like eight books or something, though, doesn't it? I yeah. I did give Liam a running commentary of one of Gemma Weir's books. Um, property of is property the first one? Property of a Mountain Man. I like every time something ridiculous happened, I'd be like, you would just not believe what this guy just did. <laughs> and then I'd tell him and it'd be like, wow. <laughs> no, I think they're talking specifically about the sex scenes to try and get into it. It almost feels too personal. I don't know. I've been with Josh for six years, like whatever. He could look yeah. into my eyes. I don't know, I don't want him shit to at this point. I don't want him to get him I don't want to give him any ideas. <laughs> what kind no, of I, I what are we mean? concerned like, about here? Well, because like you know, some some of the sex scenes that we read, they're like pretty intense. Like, I mean, like what about the like the that one there, like getting fucked in the ass in Rome, and then what? Like, what if Betty reads that to Liam, and then he's just like, "Well, she wants anal sex. Like, she wants it right now." Or like, <laughs> and Betty's just like, "No." Because like, it was a lot of Joshua like, knows how far my knees go now that I'm almost thirty, so I know that a lot of the stuff is going to be like, "Okay, well, that we're not doing that." It's the same with, like, the dominant, like, brat thing where he was like, you're my fucking slut. Like, who owns this pussy? If a man said to uh-huh. me, like, who owns this pussy in bed? I'd be like, not you, motherfucker. <laughs> my pussy. <laughs> See, I, I love degrading dirty talk. Yeah. I feel like I'm way more. Uh, yeah. I love it so much. I'm, I feel like I have to. I encourage more of it. No, I'm too much of a but feminist. I personally am really bad at dirty talk, though. So like I'll just be like I want dirty talk, but don't expect me to reply. <laughs> I asked Josh if I should call him Paparino when I'm in Italy with him. Oh, I was like, nice. is that when like I change over to Paparino? Like, is that when I should start calling you Paparino? Is like when we go to Italy like during sex, and he's like, I don't know, that's a bit weird. And I was like, No, I want to try it. <laughs> See yeah. what happens. I don't know. Like, my problem is, like, Liam says things as jokes, and I don't know if he's just, like, joking because he's embarrassed and that's what he actually wants, or if he's just, like, actually joking. Because we were watching oh, a show the other that. day. We were watching a show the other day, and, like, in the show, there's, like, a couple and they have kids, and the guy came home, and she was like, Hey, hey, daddy. Like, you know how, like, parents call each other, like, mom, mom and daddy. dad, yeah. huh? And she was like, hey, daddy, like, how's your day been? And he was like, ooh, daddy. And I was like, you don't even have a daddy kink. And he's like, no, 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 I don't. And I was like, do you? And he was like, no. And I was like, okay. <laughs> I call Josh daddy all the time. He'll call me. And I'm like, what's up, big daddy? <laughs> all the time. Like, yeah, that, literally, like, that's okay. how I refer to him. Mostly, like it's either it. babe or big daddy. 
I don't like it because I have a really healthy relationship with my father. I have a really broken relationship <laughs> with my dad. Nice. It's unhealthy. Yeah. But I feel like it just lets you get away with things though. Like it doesn't affect you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you can you can say you can call someone daddy and there's like there's no weird feelings about it. No. Hey, I call daddy. him sometimes. I don't know, I've got real <laughs> weird pet names. I call the dogs cumquats. <laughs> Okay. It's fucking weird. Was that it? Was that the question? Yeah, it was. Who's the person who asked it? Do you remember? I know exactly who it is, but I can't say. Why? Oh, do they want to be anonymous? Yes. Anonymous? Because I work. Anonymous. Oh, (laughs) nice. (laughs) I wonder if we could guess after who who it was. Maybe after. Okay, well, an anonymous person, thank you for your question, but no, we do not use books as foreplay because our but we're partners gonna try. are idiots. But no, we don't use books as foreplay with our partners, but occasionally books will become foreplay for us. Yeah, sometimes you read oh, a book and you're like, yeah. I'm going to initiate tonight, lucky you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to climb you like a tree. What a lucky person tonight. <laughs> you don't have to do the work. <laughs> But don't you think that your sex life has kind of gotten better ever since you started reading porn? Yeah. Mine has. I think it has. Mine has, yeah. Yeah. More confident. And, yeah, I'm more likely to initiate, too. Yeah. And to say things. I can, like, to more, more likely, like, state what I want or, like, try new things. 100%. Josh and I have tried the yeah. weirdest fucking shit ever since we started reading porn. <laughs> <laughs> because I don't, I don't really like regular porn. It doesn't no, do, no. like, it, I never really have the urge to I've watch porn. Never had the urge to watch it. Yeah. And, like, um, I'm, like we I'm, watch it together. See, I don't even, I don't even know if I could Couldn't handle watching me. porn with Dane. Couldn't do it. I think I it would just like be, like, it. I'd just be, like, embarrassed. It would make me, like, it would just, like, no, I, don't give a shit. Like, I honestly have yeah, no qualms so about the... anything. Um, there is no embarrassment yeah. on this end. No, we're, we're aware. Yeah, like, I've really, like, I'm okay <laughs> that's a, with absolutely anything. It's a well-known anything. fact. He's like, put your toe in my asshole. I'm like, great, let's do it. Let's get the loot. <laughs> He's never said that. But if he did, I would be like, that's great, fantastic. I'll talk about it on the podcast next week. I, <laughs> but I have, like, I was reading Come As You Are by Emily. What's her face? It's a really, like, big, like novel about like women and sex and like they categorize Mm -hmm. women into like these different categories and you have like things called like accelerators and breaks and it's like a accelerator is something that turns you on and a break is something that turns you off and you can be put into these categories where you like may have like really high accelerants and a really low break tolerance which means like it's really easy to get you turned on and really hard to like for you to turn off i have like i have like high accelerant but i have a really high break like if something just feels weird i'm like done get away from me just straight off that will turn me off don't touch me if, if anything just goes like Except a little faces probably <laughs> that's where i'm <laughs> sure. if my if my head thinks something that it probably shouldn't be thinking in that moment i'm like nope go away leave me alone no. i don't like being... i think that i'm yeah i i don't think it would happen that quickly for me like i'm not I'm like a very, I'm a slow burner. I need like a slow warm up. But once I'm there, you know what I mean? Then I'm there. But I can't, but in the same way that like it would probably take quite a long time for me to not feel comfortable for me to completely come down. Oh no, I don't like, I don't like being touched. So. (laughs) 
It's so super why does conducive that not to intimacy. Me? I don't have daddy issues. I don't like being touched. Just, I don't know. My mum thinks <laughs> there's something wrong with me. But um, your mum thinks there's something wrong with you. Did she just say? Yeah. Ever since I was a kid, I don't like I don't like people touching me. I don't like being people being in my space. I don't like people speaking too loudly. Like I don't like any of that. I don't that. like people speaking too loudly either, and I'm a very loud speaker, <laughs> which is shocking. I'm so but, loud, but I cannot deal with high noises or dirty hands. But the problem with yeah, that dirty is, hands is fair enough. I can't it's like deal you with could, dirty hands or dirty feet. But like, if you just like rub like my me. arm for like too long, like I don't know, like a second too long, like my whole body like convulses, and I'm like, I cannot wait to. I'm gonna just hug like, the fucking shit out of you. I'm gonna grab your ass. I'm gonna like. I'm gonna. <laughs> I hate being groped. There's nothing in this world I, I hate more love than when groped. Liam Whenever Josh gropes me, me and smacks my ass. I'm like, this is amazing. Do it again. Liam's got this like impeccable ability. Like no matter what I'm wearing, he will find my nipple. <laughs> Sink it because he's been there enough. Josh no, no, has but got like that I could be like ability too. I can be in like seven layers, and his hand will just come out in a little with his little pinchy fingers and you'll know exactly where it is and where to pinch. He's never missed. <laughs> and he knows it annoys me. So I'll be just like doing something like washing the dishes and he'll come out of nowhere, like pinch my nipple and I've never wanted to kill a man so badly in my entire life. <laughs> <laughs> like a heat-seeking missile? No. Like a nipple-seeking pinch? Whenever Josh grabs my ass, my tits smacks me, I'm like, fuck yeah, let's keep going. Oh, I can't. I, I I think I I'm prefer being on. being groped to being cuddled because being groped it's like quick and it's like hot and dirty, but being cuddled you just get kind of too warm and uncomfortable after a bit, you know. Like the, and there's no clear end. You sort of have to like indicate that you're finished with the cuddle, you know. Like we don't. Whereas like a grope, it's just over as well. No, we're just like overly like caveman, cavewoman, like grab shit and run. Mm. We don't cuddle <laughs> at all. <laughs> we use each other as sex dolls. I will literally turn around and I'll be like, will you just stop being a fucking pervert? Stop touching me. Stop groping me. Stop looking at me. Like, every time I take my top off, you'll say something. Just, just stop perceiving me. Like, I do, do not wish to exist in you your You do mind not like being sexualized, moment. whereas I will, like, bend over in Josh's face when he's playing a game and I'm like, touch my butt. Touch it. Touch my <laughs> butt. I hate being sexualized. I don't like it at oh, all. It's it. it's quite fun to sexualize your partner though as well. Yeah, hundo. If Dave comes out in his underwear, I'd be like, "Give me a spin. <laughs> show me what I'm working with." See, I don't Every do single day, I'm like, "Show me your dick." Without <laughs> yeah. fail. This don't morning, even... I was like, "Show me your penis before you leave the room." Thank you. Okay, you can leave now. Like every day. <laughs> I hate seeing flaccid penises. I don't care. It's a penis. I'm excited. I'm not. I think they're ugly. I don't even I like looking at I them. I sound like I've got an IQ of like seven. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know why I'm on this podcast. I fuck it. I hate sex. I could be what? celibate no. for the rest of my life. <laughs> no. Are you serious? If I could live the rest of my life and no one would fucking touch me, I'd be the happiest person in the world. What the fuck? <laughs> why are you here? Because I like reading about it because no one's touching me. Maybe you need some therapy, therapist. I don't need therapy. I just know I don't like being touched. Oh my god, poor Leo. It's fine. He gets enough. (laughs) (laughs) 
Josh I like, and I uh, sitting in the car yesterday buying $400 worth of sex toys. And Betty's like, no, you looked at my nipple. That's enough. <laughs> <laughs> we have sex more than the average couple. Because when I'm like at a point where I want to have sex, I genuinely enjoy it. But just like thinking about it now, I'm like, ugh, couldn't think of anything worse. Okay, let's talk about when he, when you both had COVID and he was so stressed out that he didn't have COVID yet and he couldn't fuck you. And you're like, Liam's really stressed out because he didn't get COVID yet and he can't fuck me. The moment he got COVID, he was in you. Like a fucking <laughs> rocket. <laughs> like there was, and there was no stopping this guy. He was like, oh, I got COVID. I can fuck Betty now. And I was like, well done, Liam. I'm so proud of you. I'm so happy for you. It's because he, he has like an impossible sex drive. Like, Whereas he has no- Josh and I, I got COVID and he was like, fuck yes, I can sleep in the spare bedroom. Starfish. Like, she's, we're not going to be on top of each other. William has no refractory period. That's mad. Yeah, but how old is Liam? 23. Yeah, okay. He's 23 years old. Give him another seven years. (laughs) Things will change drastically. Oh my God, I can't wait for that day. Yes, you can. Look at you. The moment he got COVID, you were on top of him too. Shut up. (laughs) I was not. I was so unwell. (laughs) He was like, Betty, I've got COVID. I gotta fuck you now. And Betty's like, No, please, I'm so sick. <laughs> oh man. Okay. What are we doing next week, Ola? I don't. I've got. Oh. You know what we're doing next week? K Webster. Yeah. K Webster. No, wait, that's not right. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. Yeah. yeah. Kay oh, Webster. Kay Webster. <laughs> <laughs> that is right. Fuck, everyone loves Kay Webster. That Cinderella series. What do you think, Betty? Woo. Oh, yeah. Why I... afternoon reading? <laughs> <laughs> I fully told you it was dark, though. I said this is our darkest author. And we had Kay Webster. Kay pretty dark. Yeah, but I didn't realize how dark until I started. Yeah, reading. and that—that's—I don't think that's her darkest. I've read some of her books that are like. No, I know. That's why we specifically were like only Cinderella series. And only Cinderella because that's her. I think it's her most like popular sort it of is. more. I guess that's her more like mainstream. Yeah, sort yeah. of thing. Although that the wild ones one got popular again, but it's, it's been taken really off Amazon. Really, yeah, it's too taboo. I've read yeah. the spoilers for it, and I was like, "This is not for Ola." I read it. I didn't have, you know me, I don't have an issue with like the incest. I don't have an issue with that at all. <laughs> like, no, which is probably why, I, I've, why I've read a lot of Kay Webster's books. But Wait, can I, like, we need to establish a few ground things about you not having a problem with incest. You don't have a problem with reading incest or you don't have a problem with incest in real life? I don't, I don't have a problem with reading incest. Okay, because like, I like a lot of people like will hear books. the hear the phrase, yeah, they're I don't like, have a huh, problem with what G gets up to in her spare time. And they're going to be like, no. where like, is G from Tasmania? All right, kids, Kay Webster next week. Kay Webster, I'm so excited. G's interviewing her. I am. And we have such cool fucking authors next season. We're so excited for you guys. But Kay Webster is our last author for the season. And then we've only got like two so, episodes left after that. Yeah. Yeah. And then you guys can all fuck off and read porn and leave us alone for a few weeks. Yeah. You can you can read whatever you like. We can read whatever we like, which is going to be quite a nice break. Even though I still did that anyway. <laughs> I'm just not <laughs> yeah. going to read 
porn. Yeah, I was I actually a, thinking about that. There's a few books out there that I actually feel like I need to read. I have a TBR of like non-porn books I've been waiting for the Christmas holidays to read. <laughs> nice. Bye, do you know kids. what I've been hoping to do? Wait, I have a story. Do you know what I've been hoping to do <laughs> for like the past three summers that I haven't done? Read Les Miserables in its entirety. Oh, and I've never done it. So maybe I'll do that this summer. We'll find out. We'll find out. And they season like the most fucked up porn ever and come back the first episode and be like, you guys, you're not going to believe what I read. It was <laughs> three cousins and a sister. <laughs> it wasn't 12, 1,200 pages of French Revolution. <laughs> Bye, guys. Goodbye. Bye. Thank you for listening to Girls Who Read Porn. Follow us at Girls Who Read Pod on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. And for all business inquiries, please send us an email on girlswhoreadporn at gmail.com. Art created by Jessica Wanny and music made by Dane Forgy Stevens. See you next week and stay smutty, team.